Hi, it's Charlie, and this is TV in the Kitchen, a post-episode recap show where I'm joined by my friends Sean and Sam to discuss the latest series. Right now we're reviewing Succession, releasing Monday mornings, and Barry, releasing Tuesday mornings. Thanks for listening. Succession Season 4, Episode 7 aired last night. What did you guys think of the episode? Pretty isolated to the party, but it was pretty versatile. It very tense for me. Yeah. The whole episode seemed super tense. There was a lot of just like one-on-one, like, like toe-to-toe beef happening. It seemed, and and uh, I I keep seeing stuff on on Twitter about just like all of the characters are kind of like isolated now. Like everyone's on their own team. All the alliances are broken. Yeah, no, that that's definitely true. And it was kind of a uh, it added to the tension. Like similar to episode four, it basically all took place in just this one like condo and just like kind of walking around drifting character to character. I thought it was really well done. Mm-hmm. Let's start with Tom and Chiv for this one. I feel like all they right. had some of the most well, definitely the most dramatic moment probably of this season so far. I felt right. Yeah, this was really the the culmination of all the tension that's built up, really for four seasons, with between the, within the relationship. I feel like it's it's definitely the first time they're like really laying it all out there this season, just being honest with each other. Um, I like. I didn't understand why they, Shiv like cozied up to him in the first place. Like, what did Shiv was... get out of that, or was like? It's just because, like, she's she's having his kid. Like, what was, like, the reason? Why did Shiv come back for, like, such a brief amount of time? I think it was, like, a comfort thing with her dad passing. Yeah, I think it was partly that. I think a lot of it was the kid. Like, she obviously wants to be a better mother than Caroline was. And wants, I know, maybe wants to raise the kid together. Yeah. That's probably not happening, though. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no yeah i think maybe though also just she going back to last episode especially she really got the feeling of um being able to have more power over tom again yeah. and that's what she always liked about the relationship anyway and feeling that she was superior to him um so she kind of got the i think that i mean it's only really been like a couple of days at most Maybe two days, like since what happened in the last episode. So it's not like it their their little reunion lasted very long. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I th- I think though, based on everything that's happened, I, this is, could be supporting my uh, Shiv getting an abortion theory. If uh, she's really feeling that the the whole kid thing isn't going to work out with Tom. Do we think he even meant that? Like, I mean, that I feel like they a lot of the stuff they said they might not have actually meant though. It's just sort of like, you know. I I feel like he definitely meant it. The whole thing. I I mean, Tom Tom said everything that he meant. You think Tom actually believes Shiv wouldn't be a good mom? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like he wasn't drunk. I mean, he was. Tired. He was tired though. He was sleep deprived, man. He wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> I just mean I feel like I feel like they were just getting to the point where they were just kind of saying hurtful things that maybe they didn't fully mean. I, mean, I, don't know. I, I think in some twisted like... way, I feel like they have some affection for each other still. They do. No, they definitely do still. But like, I feel they have like some love for each other. But they, he also like meant that because he like knows her so well. Episode starts with him getting her the scorpion. 
which is yeah. uh, so is that that's from like the story right the scorpion and is it the frog what what no what is that you guys not it's like there's like okay there's this famous story where there's a river and there's like a scorpion and a frog and the scorpion they're both the frog wants to get across and the scorpion says like okay hop on my back i'll carry us across and the frog says how do i know you won't kill me and the scorpion's like then we'll both die so they go halfway through the river and the scorpion kills the frog and the frog while dying is like why did you do that and the scorpion says it's in my nature this is like a super famous like like okay, no one's heard terrible. this. Why? What no one's heard of this. Frog. I get I, it, but why is it like the scorpion from like the scorpion and the frog, and not just like the scorpion from life? Because yeah, like this is like <laughs> just like the most famous fate. I don't know. I, uh, it so could just be, nice yeah, I mean, if they had alluded to him being like a frog at some point. I could, I could see. I'm like, I think it's. He has, he has some frog-like features. Yeah, he's kind of a frog. <laughs> Is he froggy? <laughs> he's a little bit froggy. <laughs> Good froggy. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. Scorpions in general, they they sting and they're deadly, so it could just be that. I yeah, thought it was them. Okay, we'll go. You know, we can let's canonize that. It. Yeah, well, dude, we got you. Don't worry. <laughs> I feel like Tom is the type of guy that that would know about the scorpion and the frog if I brought it up to him. Like, he would know yeah, it and he would know it well. <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> okay. Um... Okay. But, but yeah, scorpion anyways. And the frog. It... Maybe that's the name of the episode. Definitely not the name of the episode. Um, I, I think the episode is just Tailgate. called, like, Tailgate Party. Tailgate Party, yeah. Yeah. Good, <laughs> good guess, though. So... But... Tom at the start of the episode also we see him and like Greg like on the uh the Zoom call cutting costs and I thought like <laughs> Tom like fake crying when like when Greg's like talking about like terminating contracts is so funny. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, also really just makes it, with it makes it way funnier like him like crying to Shiv at the end that he's gonna lose his job after yeah. like, pulling that. And even in the scene, it's they're like on Zoom in this boardroom, and you can tell by looking at the screens, like all of those people were in the office and probably in the same building, and they like just delivered the news over like a Zoom call. That's so funny. I didn't notice that. I actually don't think they were though. I think because they were talking that they were saying that it was like their international employees, and they're replacing them with contractors. John, you're over two now. Wait, no, you don't think. The people in in that meeting were uh... no. So where where do you think they were then? <laughs> Just a spread across the globe. It was like their international no, like employees. they were in Oman. No, it was they're yeah. firing uh-huh. those people to bring in international employees. I thought it said. I thought like what Greg was saying is that like we're restructuring our international division by hiring contractors, like instead of having yeah people. that well. They're hiring contractors like in other countries, I think. Huh. Okay, May- maybe in Sean, this time, Sean yeah. might be zero for two. He might be one for two. I think yeah. one for two. I think I, you, I hit. You have scorpion. a you have like a big win though. But we'll, we'll get into that in like the the, the Kendall Roman discussion. Yeah. But like you, you had a big prediction win. I did. I'm, I'm I did. Pretty happy about because I 
totally like <laughs> I totally wrote an article about your idea. So that was good good work to you. Thank um you. but either way the Zoom thing is funny because like we've seen that just like in real life a lot lately. And it's funny that they got on that in this season probably whenever it was shot like a year ago. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The Shiv is kind of playing both sides here with with uh Matson and and Tom, but also Roman and Kendall. She's, She's kinda like mainly on Matson's side though. Yeah. But she, she I mean, thought she was. She's yeah. like decidedly Matson, but also like not admitting it yet. Yeah. Well, I think she knows now she has to back off though by the end of the episode. Like she knows it's a lost cause. I really, I, I don't know. Something like made me. I, I felt like very angry with Shiv after the end of this episode, but also very angry with Roman. So Roman just like pissed himself the whole episode. He's yeah. been doing it since his dad died. Like it, it's... Roman's been yeah, real, real big self destruction arc. He's gonna like lose his shit at the funeral. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. I like the second he said like, "Oh, I can make the speech." Like I knew like. He's like the one guy that definitely shouldn't be making the speech. Yeah, definitely, I agree. That's gonna be our big Roman episode. I feel like the next one is gonna big Connor moments coming up. Looking forward. I think also big Tom moments next episode. Yeah, and Kendall and Shiv. Isn't there like some and Roman? <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah, <laughs> isn't there some big plot twist supposed to happen? What's supposed to happen like next week? Because is the most shocking episode or something? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're just gonna like it's gonna be like the an election denial thing. I'm just gonna. I think that's what they're pulling next. from. And they like do and like a, like a like a riot. I think that yeah, they, yeah, I think I think that might happen next episode. It could happen in this finale too. Honestly, though, like because like that, it would be kind of weird if like it all happened on election night. I mean, like election night, like they're counting, like the vote. It's they're going counting up into the morning, right? Yeah. Yeah, and like, and even by then, though, like any election denial stuff, like you're not going to see. I, I feel like you wouldn't see like people protesting like the day after. So I mean, you you could see it like a couple. I feel like it'll happen. If it could happen after the funeral, um, or like in the finale, especially considering that the finale is ninety minutes. Um, I think that you could fit that storyline in there. But it would be nice to kind of get it out of the way and then just leave more room for the rest of the plot lines. Because, um, yeah, I think it, it it could be kind of crazy. And maybe Tom will throw himself off the top of the ATN building. I th- I think my my current standing prediction is that next week's episode will be the election and kind of like the fallout of all the Tom and Shiv conflict. I think something terrible will happen to Tom at the end. And the election will be decided, and Mankin will win. Then the next episode will be the funeral, and I think they'll like put the nail in the coffin on the Gojo deal and Matson. And then I feel like episode ten will be kind of the fallout of the unethical or unethical thing they did to get there, and uh, essentially like the fall of like Kendall as the leader. My, I think yeah, I'm definitely I predicted Tom would kill himself like early on in the season. So I think that um, You have some dark that, predictions, man. Yeah, I really do. But... <laughs> you have, like, some extremely <laughs> dark predictions. <laughs> like, 
suicide. Yeah. You should just abortion. start, Sam, instead of making yeah. dark predictions, you should just start making predictions based off of like random like Aesop's fables. And uh, you're right. Yeah. Next, I'll do I'll do the the tortoise and the hare. Yeah, that's I think about, that's about there's, a, there's a, there are a lot of comparisons there to be made with with Kendall and Matt's and the tortoise and the hare. We can talk about yeah. them there, like back and forth scene. There's there's a lot there yeah. to break down. I am yeah. curious though, um, just based on the Kendall and Matt's and stuff of this episode, I'm wondering if the whole flip flop thing that Kendall's going for is going to pan out or not. Because um, I don't know. If, I I honestly don't know if we end up seeing. Kendall fall in the end. I I, I kind of feel like he's making some moves. Maybe it's maybe and, it's not uh, necessarily the fall of him as CEO, but the fall of like him as a human being, and he like loses his, like the entire family is like out, and he's just like alone at the top. Like he's become Logan. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I actually really wanted to bring that up as well. Is that the opening scene with Kendall? This episode with him and Rava, he was just really yeah pulling from Logan with like everything I do I do for them yeah talking about his kids that yeah. was like totally a Logan moment that was another reason why I'm like I'm definitely sold on the Mencken thing because I think it's like even more than just like the the, the people of like America and like the consumers of his company like that are gonna hate him if he like you know completely like helps make and win or whatever however it goes it's it's like his kids are just like like we know his kids hate Mencken now and his kids hate atn which is mm-hmm. i mean that's I mean, he's getting there he's getting the logan levels he's going to be it seems yeah but anyways we've like definitely strayed off from talking about chip and tom throughout this episode so let's get back on track yeah um, I like that, like, I don't know, I, I I saw, like, a screen cap of, like, Shiv talking to Nate and, Nate and, uh, and Matson and just, just, like, Tom's worst nightmare. Um. Yeah, it was really funny, him, like, staring from afar. Yeah, <laughs> him just kind of watching her walk around the room, and, like, he, he has, or Tom has that moment with Matson where Matson just, like, calls him, calls him out for ass-kissing. And, uh. Yeah, really embarrassing again for yeah. Tom. He just like always finds a way to like look stupid around Matson. Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's like a similar relationship with like him and Logan, I guess. Yeah, like he has nothing really to like offer there, and Matson just pretty much says like later on that he's gonna like replace Tom, and it seems like they go around the rest of the episode saying that. Yeah, and that really builds up uh, in Tom's ultimate uh frustration and lets up all his pent out emotions with with shiv yeah we see shiv and matson kind of talking about her position a bit she's like really like digging into this like side essentially and then that the whole information about like (laughs) um, yeah the whole india thing yeah if there were two indias it would make sense yeah seems to be like a pretty crippling thing if it got out yeah um yeah i mean i think as a slight tangent this episode like definitely some i like me included a lot of people thought that madsen was this kind of like logan reborn mastermind and he he just is kind of a moron like he's not that different than kendall it seems yeah yeah no they really made him out to be like a really great 
Elon Musk figure more so than I thought he was going to be. So I'm, I'm happy with that. He's just like a fraud who just like isn't really talented. He just like made a couple deals and is running a large company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm happy with the way they're going with that. Um, I saw someone like theorizing earlier today that like, oh, what if like Matson is like just double crossing them and it's all like he's just manipulating Shiv and he like actually there is no like problem with their subs in India. They're just trying to like get Kendall and Roman to like make like a silly mistake. But I'm just like 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 you said, Sean, it's just like not that type of show. No, not at all. And uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like like Matson's really just like. He's like he's like an antagonist. He's like an obstacle, and I'm disappointed because he's on my team in our draft. Because I was like like you said, I was I was sort of expecting him to like be like a major like player, but like it it really just it does seem like he's just like a villain for them to conquer, and he's not. Like I think he'll be out by episode nine, and he's just like not even going to be a contender in the end. Um. Well, I I think the same. I don't think Madsen. Is gonna be a big player in the finale. I don't think he's like an end game thing. Yeah, I think he might be present if Kendall is gonna try and buy up Gojo. Um, yeah, based on what he was talking about with Frank at the end, and I think Matson could be around for that. I think he might even get pushed out of Gojo, given the uh, the dire situation that they appear to be in mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes. Do you guys have any like major thoughts about the Tom and Shiv fight? I think it was just really satisfying, honestly, to see them finally get this moment uh, to let it all out. And Tom really went for it. Um, and so did she, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it just reinforced, you know, the dysfunction that is that their relationship is and I don't think it's ever going to recover. Who did you guys all find yourself feeling more bad for? Um, for me, like, easily. Yeah, I... I just... I didn't really feel bad for either. I didn't feel as bad for Tom, just, like, seeing... I mean, for me, like, the way he acted on that call in the beginning, and then he's, like, crying yeah. about losing the job, so... Not really either. I felt kind of bad for Shiv with, like, the whole, like, mother comment, and even, like, she couldn't make a comeback with that she just said like well that was mean but, but yeah don't really i mean I'm, I'm not don't feel too bad for either of these characters yeah yeah i don't have much sympathy at all for either but i definitely do see that tom is definitely like was definitely just like used and abused in his time with shiv i feel like um there you go. no yeah but i regardless i still don't like tom i think he's he's stupid but yeah you can go oh i mean i just i uh i mean i think in like a broader sense like right like i don't think either of them like i you know like neither of them are really like i I don't feel too sympathetic towards either of them but i think in like within like the confines of their relationship it's like it it is kind of like i think easier to empathize with tom just because it was like essentially like held power over him the entire time um yeah but yeah, I mean, you're you're totally right, Sean. About like the like, it's like it's you know like boohoo. Tom's losing his job. I I think like, I mean, it's 
he's he's not a good guy. He doesn't deserve it. So yeah. All right. Move on to we talk. Uh, I mean, I guess it's like really kind of divided in half here. We can just kind of just talk about Roman Kendall and we'll touch on more of the maths and stuff in between. Or we can we can do a yep. little dip into the uh, Connor storyline real quick. Yeah, we can yeah, talk we Roman can. and Connor. So this is where the like whole like Roman is like kind of doing this like favor for Mencken thing comes in, trying to get Connor to drop out of the election. So his uh, right leaning votes will go to Mencken instead. Um, it's too late for him to like actually drop out of the ballots at this point. But if he, you know, if he makes a little deal, he can tell all the con heads to go vote for Mencken. <laughs> um, these were some really of the, really... the funniest, yeah, most entertaining scenes in this episode for sure. Like I was cracking up at like every single line Connor had. Yeah, I love that he still has like Maxie and Pierce like like with him there, like saying my liege and just just yeah. stuff. Like that. <laughs> also, yeah. just the whole like you can't be somewhere with Nukes, and he was like, I'm not going to be anywhere without Nukes. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm not interested um, in being anywhere so without Nukes. Yeah, hilarious little subplot. And I mean, the the interesting thing with Connor is, you know, right after we see in this episode, Kendall, Rava, Shiv, Tom, Roman, Jerry, like they all get into these pretty massive fights and him and Willa are just, just out there supporting each other. And it's a completely separate dynamic from the rest of his siblings. And he seems to just be in like a way healthier place in them. Except yeah. he does pay her. Okay, I mean, it's like a, he like understands it though. Yeah, what does he understand? They have that. They're on the same page. They're they're in the wedding episode, and he says, "Are you just with me for money?" And she's like, "Like, yeah." Is she still like under contract, or does she just like have access to his money? I think she just has like access to his money. I don't think there's like. I don't think this. I I mean, I guess like you're right in the sense that he does pay her, but I think it's like also that like. They are like communicating about these things. It's like not like he yeah. just like we're going to Oman. Like they actually had the the conversation about it. He's just he's just in a, like a healthier place. I I mean not compared to the average person, just compared to like like his siblings, like even Kendall, who I don't think we've seen like with one of his kids this entire. I don't think we've seen his kids this season. We know now that he knows their names though. Yeah, it's good. Um. Yeah, I like I like Connor picking his country. What did he call Oman? He said it was like a a uh, a rich man's Yemen and a poor man's what? what was the other? He was like a poor man's Saudi Arabia poor and a Arabia. rich man's Yemen. Yeah, because <laughs> Oman that's that's right on the Arabian Peninsula. Right. But um, it was funny. Like him and he was just like he was like, how about South Korea? He's <laughs> like he's like tell him tell him how about the UN like diplomat for the UN <laughs> thinking UN. <laughs> It's yeah. funny to imagine him as a as a diplomat. I'm also just kind of surprised he knows all of these countries, to be honest. Or to have, I think like, that so... makes sense. I, feel I like, mean, I, I, feel like I don't think it's crazy for him to just like know the names. But well, you know, I feel like that's a Connor thing. He's like a sixty year old man who's never like had to do anything in his life. Yeah, yeah. So he's got to at least know some. Geography. He definitely knows countries. That's like one thing he's got. 
Really? You guys... Maybe he plays like a lot of those like Quizlets. Yeah, dude, some people. He seems like, like he's like mastered like the. Well, he was super into like history and shit, right? We knew he was super yeah. into history. Yeah, he was essentially. And so, like, if you're into history, you gotta know the countries. That's just like, like it, you need to. Can you be into history and also be like the worst at geography? At, no, I mean, like, can you be like? like a history buff and also just like not be like aware of like any i feel like not like i mean i just i feel like to, like like actually understand like history like requires like some level of like human understanding that i don't think like connor has well he doesn't have to understand history he just has to have like read a, read some things and like think that he has opinions maybe okay that's fair. I mean, Maybe he, he gets like all of history, and like that's why he would be such a good president. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Like, he just understands everything that's now. happened before, so like he's perfect to like rule over us now. Yeah, the history understander himself. <laughs> yeah. It was sad to I, see I, that I, conclusion of that, though. Oh, like Roman just like yeah. blowing up on him? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Connor can really take it. Boss, We've seen stuff like that happen to him like so many times in the show, and he bounces back. Definitely awkward. Did that... Seeing that in front of Matson, but yeah. What, Luke? It like led into Roman then like going to like cry to Jerry. It was the other way. I think it was right after he cried it to was, Jerry. It was after. Yeah. He was like yeah, desperate to make a move at that point. So to Jerry, definitely like. Like, yeah, like, led into this. Because she threatens him, mm. and then he goes to, like... Yeah. Yeah, Roman really just, like, failing at all of his missions uh, <laughs> this season, in general. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely affected. Bad bad for my pick. I'm uh, I'm not, yeah. not feeling too good about my team at this point. Season. Your team is in a tough position. Yours is looking very good, so... My team's chilling, man. <laughs> Fucking getting Frank involved in this episode too. Dude, no really Frank, no out. Frank. Sad or no? Yeah, there was Frank. There's no Carl. I mean, no Carl. Yeah, no which Carl is weird. Was, does he? He didn't get the invite to the party. Yeah, maybe not. He had better things to do, dude. Yeah. Maybe doing CFO things. Okay. Do we? Do we want to go Kendall and Roman? Yeah, and we'll we'll touch on like Matson and Greg also kind of in this one. Yeah. So. Yeah, any thoughts on Kendall meeting with his ex-wife? Um, no, just as you said, like very reminiscent of Logan. I mean, I guess the whole thing with his daughter, who is is a person of color. Like, I I thought maybe there would be a moment of realization of like like his news company and what they stand for, but it didn't really seem to to matter to him at all he's too um, lost in it there's no way yeah yeah he's way too lost in it so yeah just not no no real thought just continues to be like a terrible father so party kind of starts and uh Kendall and roman are talking and they're talking <laughs> i like the line like i'll help the libtards you go help the nazis yeah <laughs> just about like yeah, the 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 widespread uh, people they have there. Um, 
So he gives the speech, and then Matson, of course, like enters during the moment of silence, which he plays off well. I kind of expected him to sort of get frustrated at that moment, but good for Kendall. He like plays it off. Doesn't doesn't let Matson trigger him there. Yeah, Kendall did really well, really, as a party with dealing with Matson in general. Yeah, I think um, from that opening exchange all the way to the end, uh, I think he really kind of had the upper hand. Um, bit of home court advantage as well, but yeah. nonetheless, he uh, he kind of outed Matson. Was guess. it like a home court advantage thing? Do you think it's like when like teams like travel to Denver for like a sports game where they're like like the air quality changes and they like have a difficult time adjusting or something? That's what it was like in like uh, Norway. They like traveled it up to that peak and he was just like fatigued. More... Probably was way more comfortable here than he was in, in the Norway episode. Yeah. Um, yep. So it gets to Kendall and Nate talking. And so he's like trying to convince Nate. Who who does Nate represent again? He's a, we just know he's a Democrat. Yeah, Gilly represents Bernie Sanders. I think he's on the, right. he's on the Jimenez team. Okay, so he's like... He met, and I think he, Gil is the vice president ticket for Jimenez. Based on what they've been talking about in this couple episodes, so Kendall basically like offers like ATN to Democrats, and Nate just like is turns down the offer, right? So I mean, it's like surely he's gonna go to Mankin then in the next episode. They have that little exchange with Roman where Roman's like, if he's the if he's the top dog, we want to be his buddy, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Nate was seemed just to be like pretty principled here, like not wanting to get involved at this in this at all. It's like there's this weird like like kind of triangle where I feel like Nate kind of outmaneuvered Kendall, and Kendall owns Tom. The Tom kind of shit on Nate. I don't know. Well, I think Wait, Nate Nate was kind of playing like what do you mean by I think Nate what? was kind of outdoing Tom, because, like, Nate was oh, talking yeah. to... I know, like, how Tom fired, I guess. Yeah, like... Tom, Tom got a good one-liner, in, though, about the wine. So, it, it evens out, maybe. That's true. But Nate did Does have I... a callback <laughs> to the wedding with the whole, like, I won't drink too much of your wine, which was a reference to the whole, like, Tom's parents yeah. bought the wine at the wedding. And kept telling people about it. Something like oh, that. Huh. And then I didn't even. Pick you, up do on you remember? It's like, been so long. It was like during it. the wedding. During the wedding party. Yeah, like their last exchange at the wedding. The party after the wedding was Tom telling him to like pour the wine back into the bottle. He's like, "Don't drink my wine. Like you're done. You're leaving." And he had them. He had him like pour from the wine glass back into the bottle. <laughs> so you feel like. Wait, wait, explain your triangle again, Sean. Or detail. Uh, okay. It was it was Tom over Nate, Nate over Kendall, Kendall over Tom. Is there is there like a like a transitive property? Wait, no, that doesn't make never mind. Okay. <laughs> I think Nate kind of was kind of fucked over Tom, though, to be honest. With the yeah, getting no, into the I, I, I didn't even think about like the conversation where where he like Basically tells Madison like Tom's not the guy to run the company. 
Yeah, and, and Madsen's like, okay, fuck Tom. <laughs> um, so there's this whole conflict with like Ebba that we kind of we we uh got to hear a little bit about a few episodes or two episodes ago. I feel bad for Ebba. That really, like, it's so I I cringe so much seeing the way like Matson interacts with her, and then like the other yeah, it, Swedish dude. It's so weird too because I don't know. He he just knows that there's like this kind of like whole thing against him, and still treats her like that. Like it's a super weird dynamic. Yeah, in, yeah. in public, nonetheless. Yeah, just like very much like a um. Just like socially inept uh, tech bro billionaire that like doesn't know how to like be a normal person. It does like um, raise some alarms though. That, that, like, what if it's a play in some way? I don't, you think it's I don't a play? know. I I I don't know what the play is. Is like my issue. I just don't see an so, angle like, on it. Like, I don't. They don't. They don't have to make a play. Like, the play is just like not fucking up. Yeah, I just think the writers are smarter than me, so like they can come up with it. <laughs> they can come up. <laughs> they can come up with something that'll trick me. So yeah, we we should probably like just not even like predict anything or talk about the show because <laughs> what do we know? <laughs> yeah, that's Dude, I predict go. my prediction is the writers are going to come up with some heat. That's, that's <laughs> for, for the end. <laughs> I like that. With you on that, okay. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So Kendall kind of six like Greg on, on Matt's, and then Greg is just like in war mode. Like, yeah, I'd fire her. I do right now. Like, I have some. That was so weird. That was he, too like, much. He just, and then Matson like went all out with it too. It it was like a it was a good scene, but. It felt very real for yeah. like uh, Eva, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's weird that Greg, like, like Kendall, kind of using him, kind of worked because it, it pissed off Eva and got her to admit the whole India thing. And it was also like funny how Greg, like, kind of won over like Oscar and Madison <laughs> despite being an asshole, like, like calling him the smiling butcher or something. I love who's like no, he's on the Slim Reaper. Did they really? Like, oh, yeah, he's, 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 like, he's like, he was like, stay, stay here, Slim Reaper. Like when they were leaving, I like how he's like, HR says I'm right for the job because it looks like I care, but I don't. And that's just like a like bad person. <laughs> um, so funny. So Kendall kind of sees this like happen, and him and Roman like go to like follow her outside to like check on her. I loved like t- like two Kendall lines here that I love were like. We're like we're we're just checking on you in like a human level. That and uh like can I bum a smoke? Like he's just like such a Yeah. <laughs> it's like his like emulations of like what normal people do is so funny to me. These small bits of like real human life that he like picked up on in his like college years or whatever. Do yeah. we know if he was in a frat when he went to college? I feel like he had to Probably be. Like, was. Just, just no he was like, was. he was such a frat guy. Definitely, definitely was a frat guy. I saw this. Uh, Stewie was credited, or 
the actor that plays Stewie obviously was like credited as being in this episode, but he didn't, he never appeared, right? No. no. I really, I was like, oh, I want to like see him and like Matson like go head to head because I was like not confident in Kendall's ability to like go face to face with Matson. I was like, he's got to like bring in like a ringer because like I feel like Roman is like not like his Scotty Pippen right now. So it would have been like cool if he like brought in backup for like a verbal exchange. I think I think we'll see. I think we'll see Stewie. In, and be involved with whatever Kendall wants to do with acquiring Gojo. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that's that's his play there. All for that. Because um, I get the info on the whole India thing. Yeah. Clearly, it must just be... They got the I don't numbers, really know what man. Go- yeah. what even, I don't even really know what Gojo is. It's but. it's a streaming service. It does other things, but I think it started like the big revenue stream is like the streaming service. Okay, yeah. So Inter- their India numbers are just doubled. Yeah, that makes sense though. Service. They're like they're like some like massive like like uh, like Chinese like entertainment companies and stuff. So like I'm at like I don't know like there's like a bigger world of like streaming like out there that we like don't even know about. Like I feel like something like Gojo makes total sense, right? Yeah, no, it may it makes sense, and I guess like them fumbling with the numbers, though. Like I know I feel it'd be hard to get away with, but maybe maybe not. Yeah, I just mean like the, the yeah. scale of it makes sense, like given how, like, yeah. how big other like okay yeah. Um. So let's talk about the Lucas and Kendall exchange. You sent like a a screen cap of the like that's kind of homophobic, man. <laughs> Kendall's face and that was so funny. It's like him kind of yeah. like baiting Matson into like this like kind of like argument in front of all these people and Matson's just like giving these like really like childish responses like your your numbers yeah, are like gay. Your numbers are gay. Uh just in there. it's also it's so like uniquely different from how Logan talks to people because there's like this weird tension and they go in for like this hug with each other. Yeah. Like like the whole thing. Uh, is super super funny to watch. Yeah, love that. Very entertaining. Um, so last scene of the episode, unless you guys have anything else, is uh, Kendall and Frank. Wait, first, uh, want to touch on Roman? Oh, and Roman Jerry and Jerry. Oh my god, yeah, bit, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's a pretty big deal because I know it. This seems like pretty final between them and. She just kind of like destroys him here, and you could tell like that he's so good with his body language because he's just completely shaken by this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I mean, I think she was like like it, it probably hit him hard when she's like, "I could have taken you to the top," but now he just has like no support around him. Yeah, yeah, he's got no friends in the old guard. That's for sure. Yeah. Maybe Carl, maybe Carl team up. I don't know. <laughs> Carl Roman. Team I up. I doubt it entirely. Um, I doubt it. Yeah. So, I didn't I predict that she would like threaten him with like the the previous like context of their their relationship. That yeah, would turn I, out kind of bad for him. I think he did. Because I feel like all that build up with that was like leading somewhere. Um. Yeah. Do we want to get to Kendall and Frank? Yeah. yeah, yeah, my guys coming out strong. 
I feel like <laughs> the <laughs> the best line in this episode maybe is I love them but not in love with them. Yeah, and yeah. followed by <laughs> one head, one crown. Yeah. One head, one crown is sick. Yeah, Kendall's going for it. It's also yeah, I don't really get like a on a business level how they can like go from being acquired to acquiring Gojo, but I don't know, I'll I'll run with it. I think they can. Um, it's also the numbers, man. It's the numbers, but it's also sick how um Frank is just he's always been like the biggest like candle guy. Like he's his like every season by season, he's just like there with them. Which uh which I, I love. I love like their little dynamic. It's they also kinda, they were like together in like episode one of the series, right? It, like they they were like Kendall was like or Frank was like Kendall's like first ally in the company, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he was always he seems to have some actual like affection for Kendall because he's obviously like grown up with him. And yeah. uh yeah, also extremely funny that he's like basically Kendall's dad and Roman just like hates him. Yeah. Roman hates uh, Frank. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah, that goes way back to season one. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I love the scene. This is a great way to end it. Um, yeah, I, w- I wasn't expecting like, I, I, I thought the Kendall Roman split would be due to like the choices Kendall made, not to like him just like outright like betraying Roman. Like I thought he would try to keep Roman on for as long as possible, until then like the stuff about him like releasing info on their dad and and uh well before it was like we 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 didn't think um the roman would be down for like for uh tanking the deal but so it seems like he's he's just gonna cut roman off after yeah yeah cutting roman off and give off after their whole like standing by the uh Bending machine scene from the last episode, quite, quite disappointing. Where he encouraged yeah, well, fire. You know. Hey man, one head, one ground. <laughs> love him, but not in love with him. All right, do you have any predictions? Well, I guess so. Earlier, you were saying that Charlie, you said that Sean, you predicted something crazy from an article you wrote for Screen Rant. Yeah. Well, that was the whole, was like, that? Sean predicted the, like, that they would side with Mencken, or not that they would side with Mencken, that they would, like, get Mencken to, like, block the oh, deal okay. for him. Which I, gotcha, I thought okay. was a, a great theory. Gotcha. And it, it seems cool. like that is, like, 100% true, and that's where we're leaning. Yeah. Alright, any last predictions? Yeah. Uh, um... The next episode is going to be the Connor episode. Yes. Okay, do we think Connor's going to drop out? I'm thinking no. Can he drop out the day of? I don't think you can. I don't I think he can like make an announcement saying like Connor's like he, like he can tweet and be like yo like Yeah, I think he won't do that though. What if he like gets a seat in 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 the what? Uh, in Congress or whatever. <laughs> I don't think he couldn't get that, but he could get, get like um like some White House position. Yeah, you'd have like to like run for that separately. So it'd be funny if he was like the press secretary. That'd be hilarious. 
He was just like going out there talking to the press every day. On behalf <laughs> He's of such a bad press secretary. Why do you it think so he won't funny. drop out? I mean, I, like I know, like he, oh, yeah. it's like his ego is attached to it. But like, what, what does what what is like, what does the narrative of the show have to gain from that happening at this point? Um, I think it so because what I'm thinking is that. I mean, maybe it's too much of maybe it's too similar to the like post twenty twenty election thing, but I actually feel like what's gonna happen is Connor's not gonna drop out. Mankin's gonna be pissed. He's gonna lose, and he's gonna want them to peddle like an election fraud um, uh. Uh, dialogue, which is very on the nose, like post twenty twenty. So, which is why, like, yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I think that is actually what would spark protests more than just Mankin winning. Um, so, yeah. I think that, and I think that the reason they're going to try and back Mankin on the like voter fraud thing, or not even, but just yeah, like stolen election narrative potentially is because Connor didn't drop out, so Mankin's already pissed, and they really need him in the camp because they don't have Jimenez, and, we, you know, based on the Nate conversation. So they need to, like, stick with their horse now. So yeah. I think that because of Connor, like, not wanting to drop out, they, they like, or they essentially owe him that if they want to have a shot at, like, keeping influence in that realm, I guess. Um, it, it is. I think it's a bit of a stretch, though, because I, I think one, it's a bit on the nose, and two, um, I feel like they don't need to push the election fraud thing just for Mankin. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like at least not from. I don't think they have anything to gain from him if he loses, right? Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, I guess like you could say that about like anything. Like, like if we're talking about the like real life connections like hmm. uh, fox news didn't have anything to gain from yeah peddling, like 2020 voter fraud right like it was just like a play to their their viewership mm-hmm. um so maybe like that's like a tom a tom a thing that tom will push um being the head of atn so right. but i i do feel like Macon will lose though that's kind of my prediction um wh- like whatever happens as a result of that i don't know but I don't. I don't see him winning, um, the the election. Yeah, I I could see it going both ways, but I, I like that as an alternative. I think we've covered the bases now with that. Yeah. Unless there's like a like a Green Party guy that shows up and wins the election, or Connor wins. Who knows? Connor could win. Uh, I think it's impossible that Connor wins, but. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he gets offered something by someone. I know that can can occasionally happen, like like before the election. So, any last know. thoughts? No. Alrighty. Not for me. Thank you, gentlemen. See you next week. Yep. Thanks, guys.